Jeff Bezos has lifted off into space, and people down on Earth are being incredibly rude about it. <laughs> Here with me to talk about it is Jennifer, and I'm Jack. So we have a couple of articles pulled up. First, we just wanted to cover what was going on with Jeff Bezos. Where did he go? And, you know, I'm conditioned to want to be mean to Jeff Bezos, and it's kind of breaking my heart that I can't be. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I think he's going to be getting a little too much flack for his awesome trip to space. Yeah, I don't hate Jeff Bezos the way that the media and people in both political Facebook. parties yeah every company wants you to everyone wants you to hit jeff bezos mm -hmm. i don't well i love amazon so. i do my entire life revolves around amazon you get an amazon package literally every day i think it used to be really bad but i've gotten to this point where i have everything i need or i want uh until i buy a house then yeah. i'll start buying more on amazon i'm sure it's the running joke in my house that somebody gets something every day. So. But it's so versatile. You can get anything on Amazon. It's convenient. Right. It'll and it get helps. There mm -hmm. So quick. I just wish the drones would have caught on. <laughs> Remember, they were testing like the drones to deliver packages Aren't in like they, a day. Are they like exploding or doing something? No, I don't know about that. Oh, okay. I just imagined they'd be too heavy and not cost efficient. Okay. It's probably for the best that they're not flying around. Maybe, maybe. But right. we have this first uh, article by the New York Post, um, and it's really just Jeff Bezos thanking his Amazon workers and his customers for you know their their help in making this all possible. Uh, so Jeff Bezos gave a heartfelt thanks to Amazon employees and customers following his record-setting trip to space Tuesday, being today this morning. I want to thank every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer because you guys paid for all of this the 57-year-old Amazon founder told reporters after returning from his trip to the edge of space. So seriously, for every Amazon customer out there and every Amazon employee, thank you from the bottom of my heart very much. It's very appreciated. That was nice. Very nice. Bezos received his wings in a ceremony after he returns on his company Blue Origin's first commercial flight, which took off around 9.12 a.m. Tuesday from West Texas. He said, the atmosphere is so big, but when you get up above it, you see it's this tiny, fragile thing, he said, of the out-of-this-world journey. So I guess he's talking about the Earth. The tiny blue ball that's hurling through space. Mm -hmm. That was very profound. It's one thing to recognize the intellectu intellectually, recognize that intellectually, Ah, see, intellectually, his statement was intellectual. Uh, my reading it was not. <laughs> it's another thing to actually see with your own eyes how fragile it is. Uh, and the, that was amazing, he continued. Asked how completing the mission felt, Bezos exclaimed, Oh my God, my expectations were high and they were dramatically exceeded, he said, adding that he was surprised by how normal it felt to be in a zero-gravity environment. Honestly, it's something that I feel like everyone dreams about when they're a kid. Yeah, I think everybody at one point or another wants to be an astronaut. Yeah, or just going to space and seeing what it looks like. Mm -hmm. I know the people, the, the flat earthers, I could be wrong, but I think when people tell them that they should just go into space, I think their argument is that the helmets are rigged to make the Earth look round. The helmets? Yeah. 
Okay. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Uh, Bezos was accompanied on the new Shepard rocket by his 53-year-old younger brother, Mark Bezos, whom he called the funniest person to go into space with, and has surprised, uh, and had surprised by inviting him on the trip. I guess he doesn't have to get like a Christmas gift for for Mark for, for the for next a <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Yes. Um, my sister let me borrow her car. Oh that wow. Was, that was sweet. Well, next time, ask to use her spaceship I will. when she gets around I'll, to buying I one. I will. I'm going to have a chat with her. It just meant a tremendous amount to me in being there to celebrate a lifelong dream come true, Mark told MSNBC. Does he have another brother? Like, can you imagine being the other brother who was not invited? Hopefully he doesn't have any more siblings. Yeah, that would be... Really awkward. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hey, I went to space. Here's a watch. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, how was your trip to space, guys? And then you're the other Bezos brother, like. All you brought was cranberry sauce? Really? Really? You went to space? Uh, the Bezos Awkward. brothers were also joined on the trip by 18-year-old recent high school graduate Oliver Damon and 82-year-old space pioneer Wally Funk. Damon, who was the company's first paying customer, and Funk made history as the youngest and oldest to complete the journey to space. I've been waiting a long time to finally get up there, and I've done a lot of astronaut training through the world. Russia, American, and I could always beat the guys on what they were doing, said Funk, who was one of 13 female pilots who went through the same tests as NASA's all-male astronaut corps in the early 1960s, but didn't get the opportunity to go into space until Tuesday. So that was really That's nice. That's good. It's very, very nice. That's like the story of like the, the people that had to drop out of college like one class short, mm-hmm. and like decades later the college is like, here's your honorary here's degree. Here's your degree. I, I'm more impressed with the 18-year-old high school graduate paying to go into space. Oh, is he the one that paid? She yeah, didn't pay? it's his Damon, the first company's the company's first paying customer. Oliver wow. Damon was the eighteen-year-old high school graduate. How much did that cost? That's what I'm wondering. I wouldn't know how that happened. See, I was jealous of this girl in high school that a car who who got a car for her graduation. Um, wow. Yeah. Lucky kid. Has he gone to prom yet? Because like he's got his. He doesn't need to go to prom. Well, no, but, like, can you imagine bragging? Like, that's your promposal. Like, you're out of this world. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, or, like, you know, I'm about to go to space, but you're out of this world. Go to prom with me. Like, he probably had it made. Yeah, but if you're a girl, would you want to go to prom with him? Because no... Yeah, he's about to go to space. Yeah, but no one would be paying attention to you. Everyone would be paying attention to him. Yeah. He's about to go to space. I know, but like, imagine just like he's sitting the most ra- interesting person in your high school. Which makes you the least interesting date. Oh. Yeah, that's my point. Mm. Would you want to be upstaged? I mean, I think you'd just have to have a really confident girl. I don't know. Oh, okay, well. Like all the attention would be on him. Everyone would want to talk to him. But imagine being the girl he asked out. To prom because you're but she might not even get his attention because so many people are trying to talk to him i feel like 
I, he just looks like a like a sweetie pie. He does. He does. Like, he looks like he would say, "Excuse me, we could talk about space another I time." I have to go dance. I need to dance with my beloved. Yes. Yes. So anyway, sorry. I just thought that was very impressive that he is the first paying customer. I'm sure it was his parents that paid. I don't know if he actually has that amount of money. Way to ruin it. Thank you. But he's single, maybe. We don't know. We don't know how prom went. Um, the mission lasted about 10 minutes and 20 seconds, taking the crew of four about 66.5 miles above the Earth and allowing them to experience a few minutes of weightlessness. Don't we already have planes that do that? Don't they go up and they swoop down and then you kind of float there for a little bit? Sure on that one. Yeah, anyway. Uh, big things start small. I told this crew when we got in today, and we were sitting there on the pad waiting to lift off. I said, guys, if you're willing, let me invite you. When we get up there, there's going to be all kinds of adrenaline, all kinds of excitement, all kinds of novelty. But take a minute, Bezos said. Take a few seconds to look out and calmly think about what you're doing. It's not only adventure. But it's also important because what we're doing is the first step of something big, he said. The flight came nine days after another billionaire, Virgin Galactic's Richard Branson, took off in his competing space travel company, Rocket, from New Mexico. At the press briefing, following the trip, Bezos awarded $100 million each to political commentator Van Jones and chef Jose Andres, instructing them to dole it out to charities and nonprofits of their choice. Bezos said the award was to recognize leaders who aim high and who pursue solutions with courage and who always do so with civility. So that's a really cool thing, being able to finally go in this space, because they've been working on this for several years. Mm -hmm. And all of these things crash again and again until I they finally get it right. I think it's pretty great that we've had two civilians go to space and they were both successful. Yeah, because we've always talked about sending or doing like the com space, the commercial space travel and we've, we're kind of already, th we're, we're getting there. Mm -hmm. And sure, it might just be like rich people. But ev now. Right, but everything always has to start off with rich people. And so then we're it, boats at one point. Yeah. Like cruise ships or only... Air conditioners. <laughs> Yeah. Light bulbs. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually, you know, you just find a way to make it cheaper mm -hmm. and, and people can afford it better. Um, but unfortunately, people don't like Jeff Bezos. No, people don't like Jeff Bezos. So despite this awesome success, um, you have some people like Representative Tulsi Gabbard who torches Bezos and the Blue Origin rocket launch. Which we think is a little bit ridiculous because it's not necessary. Like you were saying that you were seeing trending online that people didn't want him to return or you wanted they wanted the, the rocket to blow up. Yeah, or I mean, some of the memes, to be fair, were kind of funny comparing him to a, a, an off-brand Jean-Luc Picard from Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. That one was funny. Um, the rocket, admittedly, looks kind of questionable. Phallic. That, yeah, sure. We'll we'll just say it. It looks questionable. Mm -hmm. um, it's lacking in design. I will I will agree with that. Like if you look at the space shuttle design, that was iconic. Yeah. And it was also a beautiful piece of machinery. So like, go ahead and make fun of those things. Mm -hmm. Like that's fine. And it, I laughed. 
But to say I hope he goes up and and it, the rocket explodes, I don't think that's fair. Yeah. Well, plus there's a child and an elderly well, yeah, person yeah, on yeah, there. That too. Oh my like, gosh. I, that's even worse now that I know there was an 18-year-old yeah. and like this pioneer woman of space travel who never got to go yeah. up there. Like that. Makes oh, she it finally even, got to go up. She and finally it blows got to up. go up and it explodes. Like n- no, mm-hmm. no, that's not okay. Yeah. And my thing was like I get that everybody's like oh tax the rich, eat the rich distribute his wealth Mm -hmm. but he didn't like take it up there with him it's not gonna just like rain down upon the world if if it explodes like they're they're not gonna it's gonna rain down change pocket change it's gonna impale everybody and there you go so it was just a little unnecessarily Mm -hmm. mean to me yeah again you can have all the opinions you want we've both made arguments and, and debates with each other about how to redistribute wealth, help people get out of poverty. And and we found there's no easy solution. And even the easy solutions they want to put forward about taxing the rich are not easy solutions and come with other problems that people don't talk about. Mm -hmm. So I think Bezos is getting a little too much hate. I think so too. And he's getting it from political pundits as well, Mm -hmm. or politicians as well. So former US Representative Tulsi Gabbard ripped Jeff Bezos ahead of his successful trip to space, telling him to do the world a favor and stay up there. Well, I received two uh, security cameras within four hours of ordering them the other day. Did you buy the same? I bought security cameras the other day, too. Oh. I know. <laughs> what, are, what are we keeping secure? I uh, bought them to watch my cats. Oh, I bought them for my parents. They they wanted them. Oh, but that's well, very odd. But I bought them at breakfast at mm-hmm. like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And they were to my house by 4. And now I have them for my trip tomorrow. So Right. So you, they might hate Jeff Bezos, but the amount of good that he's brought to society far outweighs whatever bad they're accusing him of. Yeah. It's just like do the world a favor and stay up there. He did the world a favor and created Amazon. Right. You get your stuff on-demand, one-day shipping for some products. Same-day shipping for some products. Mm -hmm. I mean, with the Amazon Flex people, that's how they're getting you these things by 10 Mm a.m. or 10 p.m. if you order in the next 30 minutes, you know? It's everything you need. You don't have to go to the store. You don't have to deal with the hassle. Even throughout COVID, people relied on Amazon. Like, if Amazon didn't exist or online delivery didn't exist... People would have been a lot worse during the pandemic because they would have been forced to go out and mingle with one another. Mm-hmm. And it provides so many jobs. Sure, people scream about the jobs and the conditions yeah. and the pay, but they're jobs nonetheless. But they are that. So. Anyway. Gabbard, a Democrat who represented Hawaii in the House before running for president in 2020, voiced her views ahead of the highly publicized launch in a pair of tweets Tuesday morning. Twitter does so much good. Oh, It yeah. does so much good. Bezos, please stay up there, she tweeted. Do the world a favor. The only problem I have with Bezos, she went on to say, is that it's going to come back. Well, again, there was an 18-year-old. Yeah. So I'm very glad he came back. I mean, she's not taking that into consideration. No, but I feel like we should be. And you made the point yesterday when we were chatting about this. Mm-hmm. 
we're pioneering commercial space travel mm-hmm. here. Do we really want a massive setback, setback yeah. in that? Remember what happened after the Challenger or the Discovery? The ones that blew up? For everyone who wants It set everyone back decades, right? Mm-hmm. NASA wasn't allowed to do space launches for years. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, and then space missions are planned many years in advance and they have to put those off so i mean i get what she's saying and we're taking it a little bit seriously but it's it's a little much yeah it's it's a little much um it just kind of reminds me too of my grandmother who i love dearly mm-hmm. huge fan of star trek mm-hmm. she consistently says i don't think we should be funding the space program my mom will look at her and be like, how do you think they got Star Trek? Mm-hmm. So, like, if we want to get to those those things that we're watching and, and dreaming about, mm-hmm. we have to start somewhere. Well, I actually wrote a paper, and I agree with your grandma. Wow. I okay. do. Uh, my argument was that it was important to fund NASA at the beginning, but as, at a certain point, the funding does not provide for the future advances for the for the for the the money necessary for future advances okay. so, so you, it becomes a need to privatize it i was gonna say so you agree more with like jeff bezos and, and the other billionaire starting right. their own companies to right. to privatize this and because that's what nasa is trying to do they're trying to privatize because they're not getting enough government funding mm-hmm. or at any moment the government can cut off the funding. Like during the Obama administration, they they put the the um, the, the space shuttle, they canceled the space shuttle because mm-hmm. it wasn't necessary. They had the International Space Station up there. They had nothing left to do. So there's no reason to provide that yeah. funding. So my my mom and my grandmother can both be kind of right. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like They're that. both right. You need I've the funding. You always need the funding at the beginning to get things started, like a Kickstarter, and yeah. then you you take it. But anyway, yeah. I just like you said this it. Uh, a disaster on either of these mm-hmm. would have set things back so far. Yeah. And we'd all be sad. I feel like everyone would be sad, mm-hmm. especially if the 18-year-old died. So. Yeah. Uh, the Amazon and Blue Origin founder, who is also the world's richest man, became an astronaut Tuesday after blasting off in space. We know that so already. Jeff Bezos said it was the best day ever, and he was joined, like we said, by the 18-year-old and the 83-year-old. Hmm. Mm. Oh, There's and here's the again. best part. There is a change.org petition, and 165,000 people signed their names. People take those change.org petitions way too seriously. Well, also, I feel like there are, because I've signed them before. Have it, you really? Yeah, it takes a hot Maybe I've done it once, maybe. It takes a hot minute to sign them, though. Like... There's a process. You have to log in if you're not already logged in, or you mm-hmm. have to register if you're not already registered. So that's the petition that you signed. Uh, the petition was to not allow him to return to Earth. That's the petition you signed. Mm-hmm. There's probably petitions for all sorts of things that might could actually go somewhere and change minds and hearts and policy and legislation. And that's the petition you took your five minutes to do. Well, here's the problem with that petition. What if he lands in international waters? I'm sure he had his passport on him. No, but if the petition is to not allow him 
to return to Earth, that means that someone is giving him permission. But if you're in international waters, which is where the capsules land, right? Don't they land in the water and the boats go get them? Then whose jurisdiction is to say... It's Earth's jurisdiction. It's Earth's, Earth's yes. It is the commander of Earth. Yes, yes. So, you know, change.org is the commander of Earth now. I just, Dear Lord, that's help us all. Useless, help us all. Useless things you just did with your time. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm going to call you out. Oh, there was another petition, and they got 20,000 people to sign it. Hmm. Again, just... And apparently a lot of the anger comes from... So he retired from being the CEO of Amazon and transitioned to being an executive chairman, which earned him an extra $75 million mm-hmm. in the process. And so they're upset with him because he's richer than the other Amazon employees who, and it says, live on food stamps and toil in poor conditions. And again, we can talk till we're blue in the face mm-hmm. about what's going to help those types of things and how we're going to make advances to, to make sure people aren't having to live on government assistance and, and mm-hmm. things like that and how to make it fair across regions and this, that, and the other. But first of all, killing Jeff Bezos isn't going to help. Um, wishing death upon him, wishing death won't, upon him. <laughs> won't encourage him to increase your pay either. No, no, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't me. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's a more complex situation, mm-hmm. obviously, than the cries of eat the rich, don't mm-hmm. let Jeff Bezos back into the planet mm-hmm. or the solar system. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, atmosphere. There we go. Um, it's more complex than that. And even as we were kind of looking at, like with most of his wealth, the general calls for higher taxes on just overall income tax on the wealthy would not even help people's situations or get more taxes into the economy for public service. Mm-hmm. So I think we were looking, so we looked up how much he was worth, mm-hmm. not how much he has, but how much he's worth, including all of his assets, including his, in, his stock holdings. Mm-hmm. And it was something like $200 billion. And then we looked up how many people work for Amazon. It was like 800,000. So we did a little math. We took 500,000 employees. Made we it as- simple math. Yeah. So we just assume maybe there's 500,000 people at least that make 15 bucks an hour. Yeah. If Obviously, took- there's some who make more and less. Right. And there's probably more people that make 15 than the 500,000. But we took a lower estimate. Mm-hmm. And so we divided that $200 billion by a pay increase. And so if you took that 200 billion and you gave it to those people that made 15 bucks an hour, that's only an increase of 2 bucks an hour. Which, which is nice, but it's not helpful. It's not Yeah, I mean, I know when I get a slight increase of like what $2, do- $1, $2 annually, mm-hmm. it barely helps my bottom line. It's right. not helping my bottom line enough to get me if I were on food stamps to get me off of food stamps. And they're usually giving you that pay increase anyway because of inflation happens. Inflation, the price of goods cost happen. of living, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I mean, that should definitely be mentioned when mm-hmm. talking about how to fix this problem. Mm-hmm. 
uh, making sure those types of increases exist. But like you said, redistributing his $2 billion of wealth is not going to fix the issue. Mm-hmm. It's not very impactful at all. Like, I think people say, like, we'll redistribute his wealth and then we'll all be rich. But, but would we? No. And as always, if we've got our math completely wrong, if you yeah, do the math, know. then yeah, let us know. Because we just used ballpark estimates. Yeah, yeah. Right. We just we just kind of eyeballed it and, and tried to figure this out. So. But this got us thinking, how much is Jeff Bezos really worth? Because we hear all the time that he's worth $200 billion. And I said to Jennifer, well, no, that's not right, because a lot of that money is tied up in stocks. So you don't really have access to that money unless you sell that stock. Because this guy has stocks. Yeah, I, I've I got stocks. So he, yeah, kind of explained it. I'm worth more than what my bank account shows. Yeah. But all of the stocks that I have are tied up in retirement funds. So I'm not even allowed to access those until I'm, I think it's 65. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I can take it out for like emergency things or if I want to buy a house. But you're also taxed on that. Right, you're taxed on that. Right, so we were curious, how much does he actually have? Because people always say we need to, you know, increase the taxes on the rich. So what would that look like for Jeff Bezos? So this article by Forbes uh, is titled, Here's How Much Money Jeff Bezos Has Reaped from Selling Amazon Stock. And this is from, oh, just last month. So for Jeff Bezos, wealth does not come from a monthly paycheck. Amazon only pays its founder a salary of $81,000 a year. And we cross-reference this with other sites as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but in addition to the 81000 he also gets $1.6 million from Amazon for private security. Now, we don't know if Amazon is paying for the security or they're giving him the cash and then he pays for the security himself. From another article I was reading, and Mm -hmm. I don't have it pulled up again, but another article I was reading, it sounds like that is just something Amazon budgets and pays out via the company. So Amazon is paying for it. Amazon is paying for it, is how it sounded to me Mm -hmm. from the couple of other articles that I... It Mm -hmm. doesn't really sound like anybody knows. Right. Um, for sure, but it sounded like from a quote from an, another Amazon higher up, mm-hmm. it sounded more like it's private security that they are, and other security measures, because we were reading about like glass that was being installed in his office. Yeah, and he had bulletproof glass mm-hmm. and private security teams. So it seems more like it's more of a company expense than a, hey, we're going to give you $1.6 million, mm-hmm. use it for your security. Which makes sense. He's kind of important to the company. Yeah, to them. Obviously not to anybody else. The reason why that was important, because we were kind of curious, because if it was $1.6 that he was receiving to then pay for... That's different from 81000 Right, then that would be $1.6 in income, Mm -hmm. which would be taxed, which would increase his tax bracket. But then I was saying if he was receiving it, that could be um, like a gift tax. So either way, yeah. we kind of determined that he was paying taxes. But if what you're saying is that they're paying for it, Amazon outright, then, then it's neither income, the it's neither gift. They're paying mm-hmm. taxes just 
as from sales and whatnot. Yeah. And for me, for, you know, someone who, uh, my key instinct is to say, no, eat the rich, tax the rich. Mm -hmm. It makes a difference for me because if my, what I'm wanting my representatives and, and our president and everyone to do is tax people at a higher percentage over $400,000 and the only technical income Bezos makes mm -hmm. in any given year in a standard year mm -hmm. is $81,000, that is not going to help. Right, that doesn't make any sense. There's literally no difference mm -hmm. because he's getting his money from different things like selling stocks, which are taxed mm -hmm. differently than regular income Right, anyway. you're still paying capital gains tax when you're selling those stocks, so. which the Biden administration did incre just increase the capital gains. So I think if you make over a million in your sales of, of that stock, it's something like, 40%. So it just kind of sounds to me like all the eat the rich, tax the rich are focusing on the wrong things. Mm -hmm. Or we could be. Maybe we're not. Maybe I'm, like I keep saying, oversimplifying this, but it just doesn't sound kosher to me. It could be, I mean, that argument might apply to other people who make over 400000 But but that argument does not apply with Jeff Bezos, yeah. who's making $81,000 a year. Maybe the person moving into the CEO of the company is going to make $600,000 a year. Mm -hmm. Do we need to tax him at a higher level because his income relative to the lowest paid worker's income doesn't match up? Mm -hmm. Maybe. But that's a totally different argument. And is not relevant to Jeff Bezos coming back down from space. Right, right. So, <laughs> um, so the article goes on to state that nearly 90% of his fortune lies in Amazon stock holdings. So that is like, I think it was like something like 100, 1.8 billion, because mm -hmm. he's got something like roughly 200 billion. So 1.8 billion in stocks. Mm -hmm. So at most, he might have $20 million in his private jet and his home mm -hmm. and just Other cash. Assets. Right. So people always get tied up and they, they look at everything, including the stocks, and they say, oh, he's got all this money. Well, it's not necessarily the case. And plus, like we were, we were talking before, he can't just sell all of his stock. Yeah. I mean, that has legal implications too. Um, and again, the argument can be made, oh, does he need a private jet? Oh, does he need this? Oh, does he need that? If mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to have a private jet, you can bet your something right. that I would have one. That's what all of these politicians do. They yell about how, one, you should not, you know, you should be eco-friendly. Yeah. And two, you should be redistributing their wealth. Well, what do they do? They buy their own private jet, then which they get on their private jet fuel. And yeah, and then... Yeah, they've got their own private if jet I, that they're buying. If I had the opportunity, I would absolutely have one. I would mm -hmm. have my own yacht. I would have my own cruise ship. Right. It's just... And that's okay. Like I said earlier, like you shouldn't have to force people to give up their money. right? If I have $200 billion, I shouldn't be forced to give up my money, but you should cultivate a society that encourages people to be better people and to donate to good causes or donate to the less fortunate because if 
you have a society where you're forcing people to give their, their money, then they're going to use every tax, tax loophole to or not. banking. Yeah, to, to not. Because we know that if you're rich, you can just move out of the country to avoid taxes. Or you can, you know, there's, I don't know. I don't know what they do. They use the Swedish bank accounts or whatever. Yeah. But there's many ways you can avoid paying taxes and whatnot. But if you cultivate a society where you're encouraging people to do these things, then they're more likely to do it. Yeah. Like a friendly wager. Like imagine if Amazon went to Tesla and said, like, hey, look, we donated $100 million. How much can you donate? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which we see some, but not... Not everywhere. Yeah. But, but the article continues, that is true not just for Bezos, so having a lot of your, your wealth tied up in stocks but also for many of America's wealthiest. And that's a big reason why they pay so little in taxes relative to their net worth. It's also why many tycoons, including Bezos, sell stock regularly in the companies they run. So he's making all of his money through selling his stock, but he's still being taxed from selling those stocks, you know, capital gains tax. Mm Although the founder of the e-commerce giant has sold nearly $27 billion worth of Amazon stock since the company went public in 1997, Forbes has calculated. Bezos' total stock sales, sale proceeds, which have not been reported before to the best of Forbes' knowledge, offer a look into the outgoing CEO of Amazon's massive fortune. Uh, he's stepping down as the CEO on July 5th, so he already did it. Since 1998, Bezos has sold Amazon shares every year except for four, 2005, 2006, 2007, and 2011. That, in part, explains why in at least two of those years, 2007 and 2011, Bezos didn't pay federal income tax, as ProPublica reported earlier this month. A spokesperson for Bezos did not immediately respond for comments from Forbes. Bezos began selling portions of his Amazon stake the year after his fledging e-commerce company IPO'd in 1997. The sales started out in the tens of millions of dollars a year, just under $46 million in 1998, $21 million in 1999, $29 million in 2000. Over the next decade, Bezos slowly sold more shares, often two to three times a year peaking in 2010 when he unloaded a total of 6 million shares for a pre-tax total of 793 million. So how much did he pay in taxes? Mm. Uh, But as Amazon's stock price began to rise significantly, Bezos has sold fewer shares, but got more cash each time. He sold 4 million shares, for instance, in 2008 for 304 million. Last year, he sold 4 million shares, but because the stock had skyrocketed more than than 3,000% since 2008, he got 10 billion from the sales. In all, Bezos' Amazon stake has dwindled from 42% in 97 to 10% after his sales this year. So he's really sold off a lot of stock. Mm -hmm. But I guess that makes sense. It sounds like he's kind of done with the company stepped down as ceo and i mean kind of like the same thing with bill gates he kind of did the same thing Mm -hmm. where he kind of got tired and now he's just a consultant but through the single biggest hit to his ownership didn't come from unloading shares when the billionaire got divorced in 2019 he transferred 19.7 million amazon shares a quarter of his stake that was then worth 36 
billion to his ex-wife, Mackenzie Scott. It was the costliest divorce in history. She is so lucky. I wish I was Mackenzie Scott. I, was, I would be free to date, and I'd have $36 billion. So where has all the money gone? Besides to his ex-wife and indirectly to the nonprofits she supported, we know where Bezos has spent some, but not all, of his billions. In 2017, Bezos said he was selling about $1 billion of Amazon stock a year to invest in his commercial space company, Blue Origin, which will take him and his brother Mark to space, like we talked about today. And that's really great. You know, he sold the stock and he invested in something that's productive, mm-hmm. right? Commercializing space travel, which, as we know from space innovation, that has led to many innovations down mm-hmm. here on Earth. Tang, specifically. Now we have orange juice. No, just kidding. But um, there are also luxuries only someone with billions at their s- disposal can afford. Earlier this year, Bezos bought the famed Warner Estate in Beverly Hills for a record $165 million from mogul David Geffen, according to the Wall Street Journal. Bezos also has a home in Washington State, New York, and Washington, D.C., as well as sprawling, a sprawling ranch in Texas, all of which are worth $504 million. Still, it's unclear if he paid cash or has a mortgage on those properties. He's also spending upwards of $500 million on a 417-foot custom-built superyacht, according to Bloomberg, which will be the largest sailing yacht ever constructed in the Netherlands when it's completed. And it just goes on to list other things that he owns. Okay. So the takeaway is that it's really awesome to be rich. You can have five homes, a yacht, and a space shuttle. And again, you can argue, does he need five homes, a yacht, and a space shuttle. Could he have maybe given up one of those homes and donated more money? I mean, he could. Yeah. In the perfect world, he could. But my argument, too, is that he's worked incredibly hard. He's built this entire company since, I think it was even before 1997. I think it just went public in 1997. Mm -hmm. And that was his baby. And he cultivated that baby into this behemoth that it is now so doesn't that victory justify the money that he has now to an extent because I think I think it's beneficial because I think when people look at the United States from foreign company, countries they always go like look at the American dream the American dream is that I can start from nothing and then I can be like that billionaire like Jeff Bezos you know, I can build that awesome company and then I can get that super yacht because mm-hmm. that's something I can do there. You know, there is that reward for hard work. But how, and I don't know Jeff Bezos's full story. I don't know what he started with. I don't. It was started with, uh, Amazon started as a an online company to sell books. Yeah. But I don't know, like, what he personally oh. started with and came from. Because, mm-hmm. yes, you can. It, to me, it's like the people who are, I see the articles about, I paid off my student loans of $500,000 in only a year. And, yes, you can, too. And then you go on to read the article, and it's like, I lived in my parents' Beverly Hills mansion for absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. had no job or one part-time job, and paid all of that income into mm-hmm. my student loans. Yeah. Yeah, no you wonder. can absolutely do that. Yeah. 
I saw one where some lady was talking about how she paid off her loans, but she had a full ride. But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So, again, to me, sometimes when you see, like, the self-made billionaire, or, <laughs> yes, they got from, from nothing or from the small company to this. Like Kendall Jenner or Kylie Jenner. Yes. Right. We've talked about her a lot and how should she be classified as, like, a self-made billionaire or millionaire. Again, versus someone mm-hmm. working four jobs, feeding their two kids, mm-hmm. and trying to go back to school for a technology degree so mm-hmm. they can start this amazing company. The starting points are totally different. Mm-hmm. Well, That's maybe my the ar- maybe the argument is that they're both self-made billionaires, but if you put them side by side, the question is then which one struggled more or which one worked harder if you're trying to come to some sick conclusion as to which one is better than the other well i mean i don't think (laughs) i i don't want to have a a, well who deserves it more i mean it's just a matter of who's more likely to realistically get there Mm -hmm. yeah that's true someone with a lot of money is more likely or someone with more opportunities and Mm -hmm. more assistance Mm -hmm. is more like so like is the american dream achievable for everyone I would argue no. I'm, well, if you look at the demographic of individuals who succeed, Asian Americans and Indian Americans, and, and I believe Nigerians as well, do significantly well. Uh, Asian Americans and Indian Americans um, make more annually than white Americans, who are traditionally thought of as being the you know the the upper class individuals. So I think the I think the American dream is alive. I think when you start comparing it to people that make billions and millions of dollars, um, I think that's something that rarely happens because everything is is along a curve. Billionaires would be here. Um, the American dream would kind of be in the middle. Um, and, then, and then not achieving it would kind of be on the other end. I guess my point is being a billionaire is, is it's a rare thing in, in the first place. Yeah. That's why we call it the top 1%. I think it's possible as long as you work hard. I mean, this is proof as much. He's worked very hard. Again, I'd have to know more about his starting point. I just don't think that matters as much. Oh. I think it does. I am so thankful for everything that Jeff Bezos has brought to my life. I'm thankful for the security cameras he brought to my life the other day. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but again, I... I can still see and understand the frustration of the working class. Oh, for sure. Seeing him building his $65 million yacht. Oh, yeah. I love everything that he's done, and I'm so thankful that we have him in our world. But I am jealous that I don't have $200 billion. But again, I still think, even though, yes, it's a more complex problem than, okay tax the rich, eat the rich. Mm -hmm. We still need to be working to make sure that people who work for this company aren't on food stamps and government assistance, especially when the argument is we shouldn't have government assistance. So, yeah, but we may be digressing slightly. Well, that's fine. I mean, I've even made the argument earlier that it might just come down to a matter of location as well, because $15 an hour in New York City is certainly not the same as $15 an hour in Oklahoma. 
right? One of those is much more livable. Oklahoma, of course. No, yeah. I mean, I've lived in Philly, and I, I, I was being paid 15 bucks an hour in Philly, and that was not livable. I was just barely able to, to break even every month. And so if I was still living in Philly, I would make the argument that, yes, the, the, the minimum wage in Philly, at least, has to be increased, or at least other variables like rent or something need to, to be decreased. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, going back to, to my argument, it's way more complex than... Simply yeah. taxing them, yeah. Either simply taxing them or Jeff Bezos not returning from his space trip. Yeah, so. that doesn't help. It doesn't help anything. That would help literally nothing. So mm-hmm. I think that's my main point there. Yeah. Well, try to be nice to everyone out there. Don't wish them to blow up. Yeah, that's probably not cool. That's the takeaway of like this entire... Like I said, I mean, it, it's a complex problem. Mm-hmm. Definitely needs work. But is Jeff Bezos not coming back from space really the, a means to the end? Not really. And it actually is really interesting that he only makes 81000 a year. I that was that, a fascinating revelation. That's insane to me. Mm-hmm. So... And if we're wrong, if you have other numbers, let us know. Again, obviously, um, as always, educate us if we are mm-hmm. speaking. Gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> um, remember, if you like what you hear, like what you're seeing, subscribe, like, comment. Ring that bell. To make sure you're getting notifications anytime we post. Um, and we'll see you next time, guys. See you later. <laughs>